0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Leadership Boost. This is your host, Sean Smith. Great to be with you again on this sunny Tuesday in Pennsylvania, USA. Hey, great to have you on this episode with me again. Thank you for listening. And uh, I would really appreciate a share to get us out there uh, to show others that we care. <laughs> How's that for alliteration in the evening. So this is Tuesday evening, and as I promised, yesterday we started talking about um, emotional intelligence, but today I'd like to go a little bit beyond that and talk about the six languages of communication. Communication is the real work of leadership, somebody said. It's what like one of the top five skills of a leader now many things get encapsulated under skills i think there's we we need to define or discern or you know discriminate if you may but they are skills to learn and then there are characteristics to uh, be or have or adopt behaviors and perceptions and attitudes that you need to make part of your who you mm-hmm. are as a leader And it's interesting that um, communication is a skill that is like the top of the list. Communication is the real work of leadership, as somebody said. Simon Sinek said this. He said, great leaders communicate, great communicators lead. And you can see that is leaders who can communicate. I mean, they don't have to be, uh, you know, awesome, like platform global speakers. But just people that really with clarity can convey their ideas, their vision, can convey the strategy that that is in their mind. You know, as I've said before, as many leaders have this picture in their head, they have this idea in their head, but they never are able to communicate it or they don't trust their team enough to communicate it. And then the whole thing begins to break down because People are just being given a task, but not knowing what it's for. And of course, great leaders or true leaders, exceptional leaders are able to give their team and their employees or the people around them a bigger picture than just a project, a bigger picture than just a bottom line. And that is important. So. That's why communication is such a vital aspect of leadership. Now, when we're talking about communication, we often think about, you know, the one way kind of let me communicate to you. I've got clarity, so let me tell you. But oftentimes what we do is when we are communicating with a team or we are communicating with um, an, an individual, whether it's up, down or sideways, we often can find ourselves not talking the same language. Now, the language, uh, Stephen Covey says, the language of emotion and the language of reason are as different as English and Spanish, Well, he talks about French. I put in the Spanish there because it's more relevant. So if, if I'm talking emotionally and you Trying to talk reason, you know, with reason, with facts, with intellect, we're going to be talking past each other. So, when we come to a conclusion that we are not speaking the same language, so if me and you are not speaking the same language, if one is talking intellect or reason and the other one's talking emotionally, you, we need to begin to rely on other ways of communication. Now, as promised, here are the six languages of communication. I'm just going to briefly mention them because this is not a deep dive into anything at this point in time. But it's good to know. It's good to know that there are other languages and maybe you can defer to one of those to actually begin to help the communication take place so that real leadership takes place and real leading takes place. So here we go. Number one is when it's all about facts. When the recipient is talking facts, don't try emotion. Now, you know, we can go backwards and forwards with all six and say, well, you you know, you can't be talking about this and they talking about that. Um, but let's just go to the six ways. So number one is they are talking facts. They want facts. They, they w- want to understand the facts. They want the, the data, basically. There's a good one. If they're talking data, then you need to talk data. Because you have the facts you are you are a recognized authority or specialist in this area you've got the data and that's when you need to make academic or intellectual sense so when the person is talking data or needs data you supply the data because you have the data you can supply the data you've got a good authoritative uh, referenced for that data number two is when you need to go beyond logic so now is like there's a there's a, an emotional part to this you, ne- you need to go beyond just reason or intellect or just a logical approach to this there is that emotional um, side that you need to reach now you can tell stories and you engage the person with a story or you ask them, you know, I met somebody who was an artist at asking about your life. And he, he was so skilled at doing that. He, he got you engaged by getting you to tell him he, your story and so he he could learn he spoke that language and suddenly you get him you are on an emotional level and you must remember something is that people will forget what you know but they'll never forget how you made them feel so that's an important when you need to go beyond logic so that's number 2 when you need to go beyond logic tell stories reach the emotional dimension or Speak emotion. That that is basically what it is. That's an emotional language right there. It's speaking uh, speaking or telling stories and painting pictures. Painting pictures with your words. Some people are just, they, they can understand it easy. If you give them logic, they don't understand it. But if they can understand stories, they can understand pictures. Number three is look for compliance. If you're looking for compliance, or you want to set appropriate uh, boundaries, then now you negotiate the terms. You're assertive, but you're not calling on your title or your position. You're negotiating, and you're saying, this is the way I want this, to go. this is the way I want to move it forward. So how do you see it at this point in time? So what you want to do is negotiate that at that point in time. So you're looking for that compliance and you need their compliance. Maybe they aren't or they want to be or they're not quite on the same page. Now you need to get specific, get to the specifics. And that's what negotiation is. It's about terms. It's about speaking The terms, and it's about being assertive because there's boundaries you want to set, but it's not about calling on your um, positional authority to assert yourself, but just on a negotiating, on a communicative level. Then number four is being influenced. Being influenced. It means you're involving them. You're listening to them. You're asking for their assistance. You may even apologize for mistakes, past mistakes. You you really are looking for commitment and you're open to being influenced. You cannot use this if you're not authentic. You've got to be authentic. It's got to come from your heart. You cannot be manipulative in this way. So, you may have to talk the language of involvement, of influence, not your influence on them, but saying, I'm open to the journey. I'm open to seeing what is your input? What do, can you contribute? or What is your idea on how we can get to this objective? How can we reach this goal? Um, what is your input? What, what can you uh, commit to and so it's like really opening the conversation it's one way some people you know on your team any any of these six can be anybody on your team well actually the six one not but any of the five can be anybody on your team and it can vary from time to time you've got people or well, let me first finish number five is be inspirational be inspirational. It's the inspirational conversation. They need you to share vision. They they um, they they need you to give them that big picture. They need to understand the mission, the vision. You you're looking for common values, common beliefs, common experiences, things that you can resonate with, that you can stir them up, that you can appeal to them, and you can invite them to be part of this vision of this journey and help build on it so you inviting them to be part of it you can't stay there you can't be this inspirational you know uh, motivational vision casting person all the time and you've sometimes got to get down to the nitty-gritty and have the other conversations so um, those five are your top or your are your other conversations you need to have the other languages, languages of communication that you need to have go to fa- go to data if you need da- if they need to talk data talk data or data wherever you're from in the world um when you need to go to the emotional appeal so you're appealing to them on an emotional level we we're not talking about we're not talking about the inspirational side but we're just talking about when you when you are um just trying to reach them in, in their emotional level and that's when you use stories then number 3 is you look for compliance if you're looking for compliance you are negotiating like in in a um in a um, um, gosh, review, <laughs> you know, a, a annual review or a quarterly review, uh, per, a performance review is the word I'm looking for, performance review. When you're looking, when you're going to do a performance review, that's when you could be looking at the compliance conversation, the negotiation um, uh, conversation where you know what you want and and what needs, what what needs to be controlled and you are looking for them to comply and to come into those boundaries that you are setting number four of course is the influence conversation where you're open you're involving them you're listening you're asking for assistance you it's a heart it's that heart level of discussion but it's got to be authentic and then inspirational um, where you're sharing your vision and inviting them to be part of it. All right, so you can be any one of those. I mean, well, not you can be. The conversation can go to any one of those at any point in time. You need to know those, and you need to look at who actually fits into those categories in your team. Where where are they and do you, are you communicating them at that level? Because if you go into the facts person, then you talk in inspiration. They're just not getting it. A good speaker, when he gets on the platform, will speak to each of those in a different way at a different time and reach them. So you'll start fast and exciting, and then sort of taper off and begin to get the compliance. Give data to support what you're saying, et cetera, et cetera. So there's that that encapsulation. A good speaker will be able to reach the audience with all five of those. Your team has all five of those. You will need to know all five because you can refer to those conversations then at any point in time that you need to if you see that you are talking different languages. If I'm talking English to you and you are Spanish, then we're talking in – Different languages, and we are not communicating too well. And you're saying, What is number six? Well, number six is you may need to remove yourself from the conversation at that point in time, not because you're fleeing. But because it's too emotional or it's too charged or it's too, it's too much of anything at that point in time. And you need time to uh, gather yourself so you can respond. And you need them to gather themselves to respond. So there are those conversations that you just need to say let's pause right here let's take time out you don't even have to say it's too charged or it's too much at this point in time all you need to do is just go all right you know what i uh, i remember watching a movie what it was the family man with uh can't remember the actor but anyway um uh, good actor but and, and he he's negotiating his position in in the organization if you haven't seen the movie it's pretty good um it's an old one Anyway, so he's um, uh, he's ne- trying to negotiate his way back into this high-powered, high, um, uh, high-stakes high investment, finance investment company. And uh, the, the, the one guy is challenging him. The one director is challenging him a lot. And so what he does is he just says, can I get a drink of water? And he walks away from the situation, grabs a drink, a drink of water. What happens is it subsides the whole conversation for for moments. But when he returns, he's able to enter strong and confident again with, a, with a, a clear presentation of why they should consider him. And that's really what you're doing, is you're not running away from the confrontation or from the situation. You're just removing yourself, just Get up and go to the the toilet. (laughs) Go and grab a cup of coffee. Can we just pause this for a moment? Let me just grab some coffee. And just take time to collect yourself and come back. And then you can face it again. So those are your six conversational or languages of communication. Six languages of communication. I hope this gives you some clarity on where the communication can go. If you just communicate. You just get by. But if you communicate skillfully, you can work miracles, Jim Rohn said. All right. So that's from me for tonight. Thank you for being with me. This is Sean saying over and out.